Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar. We've been going through the Old Testament, seeing how Jesus and his gospel factors into every story. If you've missed any of them, search through the podcast or vlog for the studies on the books of Genesis through Ruth. As we continue God's story, which is really our story, I am changing how we go through the bulk of the rest of the Old Testament. If you read the Bible from cover to cover, the historical books get a bit confusing as the timeline isn't straight. My goal is to, as for the next studies, is to do them in historical sequence. So we'll bounce around the Old Testament, but the stories will make better sense. Jesus is the hero of the entire Bible, and we'll find him everywhere as we go along. Um, you'll also see how the Old Testament sets us up for the New Testament. And I've covered most of the New Testament, and you can find those studies along with podcast playlists on my blog. I pray that as you hear this message, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart and eyes and mind to understand what his spirit is trying to tell you. And as you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in hope, joy, and peace. Let's dig in. First Samuel 23 and some Psalms. God is our shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. Today we break up the next chapter of First Samuel with three Psalms. David hears of a city that's in trouble. Then he asks God if he should go help them and God says yes. However, a paranoid King Saul learns that David is there and sets off after him. Now, it was Saul's duty to protect the city, but he was way too busy chasing David to do what he was supposed to do. So we'll read the story and David's Psalms as they fit into the, the story uh, line and the, and the timeline, because we're, we're doing, we're, we're doing um, the Old Testament now in historical sequence, which really helps you grasp the story and what was happening. Um, and it just makes so much more sense than when you read it in the Bible in the way it's placed there in the, you know, book, book by book over there. So we're going to start with 1 Samuel 23, verses 1 through 6. One day news came to David that the Philistines were at um, Kela, um, stealing grain from the threshing floors. David asked the Lord, should I go and attack them? Yes, go and save Kela, um, the Lord told him. But David's men said, we're afraid even here in Judah, we certainly don't want to go to Kela and fight the whole Philistine army. So David asked the Lord again. And again, the Lord replied, go down to Kela, for I will help you conquer the Philistines. So David and his men went to Kela. They slaughtered the Philistines and took all their livestock and rescued the people of Kela. Now when Abiathar, son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Kela, he brought the ephod with him. Okay, so now we're going to go to Psalm 31. Um, and it's, and it's, it's subheading is, or subtitle is, for the choir director, a Psalm of David. Oh Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. 
You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemies set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. I hate those who worship worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love, for you have seen my troubles and you care about the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to my enemies, but have set me in a safe place. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in distress. Tears blur my eyes. My body and soul are withering away. I am dying from grief. My years are shortened by sadness. Sin has drained my strength. I am wasting away from within. I am scorned by all my enemies and despised by my neighbors. Even my friends are afraid to come near me. When they see me on the street, they run the other way. I am ignored as if I were dead, as if I were a broken pot. I have heard the many rumors about me and I am surrounded by terror. My enemies conspire against me, plotting to take my life. But I am trusting you, O Lord. You are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on your servant. In your unfailing love, rescue me. Don't let me be disgraced, O Lord, for I call out to you for help. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them lie silent in the grave. Silence their lying lips, those proud and arrogant lips that accuse the godly. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. You hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues. Praise the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his unfailing love. He kept me safe when my city was under attack. In panic, I cried out, I am cut off from the Lord. But you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for help. Love the Lord, all you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him. But he harshly punishes the arrogant. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Now we go to... For Samuel 23, verses 7 through 24. Saul soon learned that David was at Calah. Good, he exclaimed. We've got him now. God has handed him over to me, for he has trapped himself in a walled town. So Saul mobilized his entire army to march to Calah and besiege David and his men. But David learned of Saul's plan and told Abiathar, the priest, to bring the ephod and ask the Lord what he should do. Then David prayed, O Lord, God of Israel, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Caleb because I am here. Will the leaders of Caleb betray me to him? And will Saul actually come as I have heard? O Lord, God of Israel, please tell me. And the Lord said, he will come. And again, David asked, will the leaders of Caleb betray me and my men to Saul? And the Lord replied, yes, they will betray you. 
So David and his men, about 600 of them now, so his army's grown from the original 400, left Kayla and began roaming the countryside. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped. So he didn't go to Kayla after all. David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness in the hill country of Ziph. Saul hunted him day after day, but God didn't let Saul find him. One day near Horish, David received the news that Saul was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill him. Jonathan, okay, this is Saul's son, went to find David and encouraged him to stay strong in his faith in God. Don't be afraid, Jonathan reassured him. My father will never find you. You're going to be the king of Israel and I will be next to you as my father Saul is well aware. So the two of them renewed their solemn pact before the Lord. Then Jonathan returned home while David stayed at Horesh. But now the men of Ziph went to Saul in Gibeah and betrayed David to him. We know where David is hiding, they said. He is in the strongholds of Horesh, strongholds of Horesh on the hill of Hakala, which is in the southern part of Jeshimon. Come down whenever you're ready, O king, and we will catch him and hand him over to you. The Lord bless you, Saul said. At last, someone is concerned about me. Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying and who has seen him there. For I know that he is very crafty. Discover his hiding places and come back when you are sure. Then I'll go with you. And if he is in the area at all, I'll track him down. Even if I have to search every hiding place in Judah. So the men of Ziph returned home ahead of Saul. Meanwhile, David and his men had moved into the wilderness of Maon in the Arabah Valley south of Jeshimon. And now we're going to Psalm 54. And the introduction to this says, for the choir director, a Psalm of David regarding the time the Ziphites came and said to Saul, we know where David is hiding, to be accompanied by string instruments. See, all these psalms became praise and worship music for the Jews and the Christians. Okay, this was because, you know, the, the hymns we sing today, the, even the, the, the old hymns, they were written, um, you know, by Martin Luther. He wrote a lot of them and they were written by modern, you know, modern authors. Um, some have taken the psalms and, and made new songs from them. Um, and then, of course, we've got the, the modern uh, Christian music um, songwriters. Um, but these, these psalms were the original praise and worship music that um, the, the, the Jews um, sang and praise and worship God, you know, um, back, you know, before, before Christ. And then the Christians use them after, um, uh, afterwards. So here we have Psalm 54. Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea. For strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. We have one of these interludes or Selah in some um, translations. What we're supposed to do here is pause and think about what we just read. So you can hit pause or rewind and listen to the first three verses again. So they're, you know, they're uh, uh, when, wherever this interlude is, 
it's where David wants us to stop and think about this. Okay. Continuing verse four, but God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O God, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. Okay, then we have First uh, Samuel verses, uh, uh, chapter 23, verses 25 to 29. When David heard that Saul and his men were searching for him, he went even farther into the wilderness to the great rock, and he remained there in the wilderness of Maon. But Saul kept after him in the wilderness. Saul and David were now on opposite sides of a mountain. Just as Saul and his men began to close in on David and his men, an urgent message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. So Saul quit chasing David and returned to fight the Philistines. Ever since that time, the place where David was camped has been called the Rock of Escape. David then went to live in the strongholds of En Gedi. And tomorrow, in uh, tomorrow's blog, I will be sharing a special video all about En Gedi. Um, so um, make sure you watch for that. Watch for tomorrow's post. Psalm 7, a meditation of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning the words of Cush, a Benjamite. O Lord, my God, in you I put my trust. Save me from all those who persecute me and deliver me, lest they tear me like a lion, rending me in pieces while there is nothing to deliver. O Lord, my God, if I have done this, if there is iniquity in my hands, if I have repaid evil to him who was at peace with me or have plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue me and overtake me. Yes, let him trample my life to the earth and lay my honor in the dust. There's one of those sailors interlude. So think about that. He was sure he was innocent of any crime. Verse six, arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift yourself up because of the rage of my enemies. Rise up for me to the judgment you have commanded. So the congregation of the peoples shall surround you for their sakes. Therefore, return on high. The Lord shall judge the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity within me. How's your integrity? Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous God tests the hearts and minds. My defense is of God who saves the upright in heart. God is a just judge. And God is angry with the wicked every day. If he does not turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bends his bow and makes it ready also prepares for himself instruments of death, and he makes his arrows into fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he had made. His trouble shall return upon his own head. 
and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. So here's some points to ponder. So read these Psalms again and again. Drink them in. Write down the verses that pertain to your current situation. That's why I like journaling. In fact, I have several journals. Um, and I have even little sheets of paper all over with, you know, with certain Psalms that pertain to me. And I, you know, and I pray these verses directly back to God and I'll, I'll rewrite them, you know, um, like if, you know, I'm praying it out and my situation. Um, but here's some, here's some points to think about. God helps David stay one step ahead of Saul, who was crazy determined to kill him. Okay. Your life, your future is in God's hands. You need to ask him to help guide you and give you wisdom daily. David was persecuted, slandered, and betrayed. So was Jesus. Jesus is still being persecuted today as many of his followers are not free to worship him openly. David hated those who worshiped worthless idols. So does God. Do you worship worthless idols? Do you pray to dead people? <laughs> Throughout all of David's troubles, he prayed and pleaded to God, but he also trusted him fully. Do you trust God completely, or are you trusting in wealth, men, governments, and churches? God is serious. No kidding. He's serious about sin. Sin will be judged. Thankfully, Jesus sacrificed his life in redemption of our sin and condemnation. Thankfully, Jesus died in our place. And thankfully, he also defeated death and rose from the grave three days later. God is our shield, saving those whose hearts are true and right. Is your heart true and right all the time or just right after you go to confession? Only Jesus can cleanse your heart. Only Jesus can make you right with God. Through Jesus only can you be guaranteed a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven because purgatory doesn't exist. It's time to get right with God and all you have to do is believe, repent, be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Believe, have faith that Jesus is the Christ and he died taking your sins away forever and that he rose from the dead three days later. Repent of your sins, stop sinning. Do a complete 180 degree turn in your life and surrender your life to him. Be baptized. Show the world and yourself that you have died to your old life and are born again in Christ. Receive the Holy Spirit in your heart. So how do you do this? You invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift and confident hope of eternal life. You're not sure what to say, you don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to invite Jesus into your heart. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. 
I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.